I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. This podcast was first broadcast as part of a Sunday service for the 19th of April 2020. And we begin by reading part of chapter 20 of John's Gospel. It was late that Sunday evening and the disciples were gathered together behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish authorities. Then Jesus came and stood among them. Peace be with you, he said. After saying this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were filled with joy at seeing the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I send you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive people's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. One of the twelve disciples, Thomas, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. Thomas said to them, Unless I see the scars of the nails in his hands and put my finger on those scars and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, the disciples were together again indoors, and Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands, then reach out your hand and put it in my side. Stop your doubting and believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Do you believe because you see me? How happy are those who believe without seeing me? In his disciples' presence, Jesus performed many other miracles which are not written down in this book. But these have been written in order that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through your faith in him, you may have life. We always have this Bible reading on the Sunday after Easter, and I bet that as I began to read it, you will have thought to yourselves, oh yes, it's the story of Doubting Thomas. We've all heard it so many times, the story of a man who couldn't believe without first seeing for himself. Over the years, Thomas has been made out to be almost as bad as Judas. He makes us feel good, because we believe without seeing. Except, isn't there at least a small amount of dishonesty here? Aren't we more like Thomas than we care to admit? After all, who believes everything they're told? And without question, without any doubts. Really, the title, Doubting Thomas is an unfair title. Maybe he should be called Brave Thomas, because he dares to ask the questions that the others are scared to ask. Maybe we should call this story Jesus Welcomes the Questioner, because given the circumstances, Jesus is pretty nice to Thomas. Something for you to consider this week. How do you feel about asking faith questions? And how do you feel about answering faith questions? Let's return to the text for a moment, because this isn't all about Thomas. 
In the midst of all this, Jesus breathes the Holy Spirit on the disciples and sends them out. Do you think they had any fears, doubts or questions of faith at this point? Yes, of course they did. And Jesus' expectation of them is the same as it is of us. Don't let your doubts define you. The Jesus way is as much about how you live as it is about what you believe. But the other thing that has changed, the difference from before Easter to after Easter, is hope. To describe ourselves as an Easter people is to say out loud that things are different because Jesus lived and died and now lives again. And because of that, we can be hopeful that with God, death is not the end. Hopeful that with God, love will always prevail. And hopeful that with God, we can know peace that is beyond description. I want to finish with something that a priest friend said to me almost 30 years ago. He said, when you think about it, Christians should always be easily recognisable because they should be absurdly happy and always in trouble. As we sit and reflect during this Easter season, it's easy to understand why we might be happy. But always in trouble? Well, that's for another sermon on another occasion. For the moment, let's content ourselves with our Easter anthem. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.